Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dynamic Word Bible Studies. This is your host, Felicia DeRozier, my co-host and son, Cross, and our furry co-host. We've got a furry co-host with us today. Pongo's joining us. He's just laying down and having a good old time. Uh, We're happy to see you today. Um, Hopefully you can find us today. Wait, you can see them? Well, no, not really. I can't see them through the radio. (laughs) Hopefully you guys were able to find us today. It's been quite a, um, a, a crazy week, but not necessarily in a good way. We lost access to all of our advertising on Facebook. That's not good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you, want, if you like our show and you want to help us out, feel free to tell your friends, your family, and everybody that you know how much you like us and where to find us. That would be super awesome. For now, let's cut to commercial break. We have a wonderful teaching on Romans 13 prepared for you. No guests today. It's going to be a short show. Um, but we're really excited to be here. It was an uphill battle getting it all done this time. But definitely was. You only wrote, like, a very small portion of it yesterday. It was, it was crazy. And then you had to write, like, all of the Right, trying, trying to regain access to all of our Facebook you accounts. Like in which, mode. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't happen. But but we're happy to have a teaching for you today. I think that it's awesome and what God uh, wants us to share. So hopefully uh, all the effort is worth it and, and uh, somebody out here needs to hear this. So uh, let's cut to commercial break, and we will see you soon. Woo. And we will see you soon. We all know that times are tough, and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. I want to tell everyone about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal. Flip-flops are the most worn shoe. Even in America, almost everyone wears cheap flip-flops during the summer, sometimes even all year long. It's because they don't want to wear shoes, but... There is 60 years of social stigma to overcome. 
Most people think it is illegal to drive a car, go to a store, or eat in public without shoes on. The fact is, there are zero laws, health department stuff, insurance regulations, etc. about going barefoot. Not only that, it is actually safer and more healthy to go barefoot than wear most shoes that we have been wearing for the last half century. Please check out the website barefootislegal.org and check out all of our social media. Going barefoot is safe, healthy, and legal. Barefootislegal.org. Of all the grounding studies, the one that really got our attention is called Electric Grounding Improves Vagal Tone in Preterm Infants. In the study, 26 premature babies in an NICU were connected to grounding wires. The heart rates of the grounded infants stabilized and their vagal tone, a critical measure of infant health, increased by 67% with grounding. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hi guys, well welcome back. Um back from our fast talking commercial friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cross always talk, like those. Talking too fast. Talk so fast, that's that legal mar- mumbo jumbo they have to tell you, right? Okay, so uh, you know. Anyway, so let's go ahead and get started with our Bible study today. I think Ooh. we've got our verse pulled up. You've got a couple verses pulled up. I've got a couple verses pulled up. Like we're gonna talk let's about Jesus. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Do you want to start us out with some prayer? Fungo can pray for us. I don't think so. Yeah. Fungo. Dear dog. Fungo, you want... Yeah, dear dog. Fungo, you want to pray for us? All right. Do you want to pray or I can? Yeah, sure. Lord God, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything you did for us. Thank you that uh, we're able to do this show. Uh, Thank you that we're... uh, Ah, sorry. Thank you that... We were able to reach so many people. Well, kind of so many people. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sponsors today, and we hope that it's a good show. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, so, like, the deal is, let's just let's just kind of briefly uh, <laughs> talk about the chaos that's happened here. Um, <laughs> hang on, I guess I need some water before I do that. So the chaos that's happened here is that um, someone apparently didn't like what we were doing, tried to shut down our uh, radio show page on Facebook, uh, did not succeed, actually. They said that we were in copyright violation, which we're not. Um, and so I was able to get that back open again. But then I, I'm going to assume it was the same person because it was within hours. Um, someone immediately filed a complaint against my personal page and got that shut down. Um, so, What's your personal page? I, I'm really boring online. Like, I'm much, more, I'm much more colorful in real life. I have all sorts of attitudes and opinions I don't share online. Um, She's all business on Facebook. I am all business on Facebook. I uh, really just want to talk about Jesus. And um, I do have a couple business pages that I run on there. And so the bad news is, like, so the good news is all the pages still exist. 
Yay. Um, the bad news is that I can no longer um, manage them, and something specific about the radio show page, for whatever reason, is still in existence, but I can't actually post on it. Um, I think that one was set up predominantly for us to post on, so um, that had a lot more controls on it, and so now I can comment on previous comments, but I can't actually post. So I also can't see everybody who's in there. So we'll have to create a new page at some point, one that I have some controls over. Um, but for right now, uh, we're, we're just doing the best we can. Um, like I said, I lost all my personal contacts, so I'm trying to rebuild that, and it's been a little chaotic trying to do that. Well, whoever disabled your page needs to uh, start booing them. So actually, we're going to talk about how to love them well. Um, and this, I know, I know, God, God does good things. So, so, you know, the thing I have to say is that, um, you know, God doesn't create the problems that we face, but he does allow for them to happen. And, um, if he didn't have a good reason to allow for it, yeah, if he didn't have a good reason for him to, to, if he didn't have a really good reason to allow for it, um, he's not going to allow it. So, so we have to assume that for whatever reason, um, this thing that was really meant to solace and to cause us problems um, is going to be used for God's good, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having that attitude right now. But, but that's really where we have to be at because um, otherwise we'll just get bitter and angry. And nobody wants to be bitter and angry. So, um, so let's talk about today. We're going to be reading in uh, Romans chapter 13. Starting in verse 8. So if you're with us, go ahead and open up to Romans chapter 13. We're going to begin and pick up in verse 8. And this um, part of Scripture is really just going to talk about uh, how we should be behaving as Christians. So, um, owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall, cannot, you, you shall not <laughs> murder, shall not cannot. Uh, uh, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in these words, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know that the time and the hour has come for you to wake up from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone and the day is at hand, so then... Let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly in this daytime, not in the orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling or jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Okay. So that is... Even if my flesh is hungry? Even if our flesh is hungry. That's, so there's actually so, a whole concept so behind that. Starve myself to death. No, no, it's not talking about that. But um, but there is a whole concept of starving the flesh through um, through fasting and prayer, right? That's actually why we fast is to starve those desires of the flesh out. Um, so that's actually kind of interesting that you made that point. But um, so basically, we're going to talk about what real love looks like, um, how it looks like loving your neighbor as yourself, um, and that that's the hallmark quality that identifies believers who walk in the spirit. 
Um, but really, we want to ask ourselves, what does agape love look like when, we, when it's walked out by a believer, and how does it look different than what the world thinks of love? Um, so, uh, so our righteousness comes from Christ and his finished work on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this over and over again. There's nothing I get to do that adds to what Jesus has already done in the perfect work of the cross, Okay. But the big question is, does that mean I now get to live however I want? I can just do whatever I want and, and be however I want to be. Like, no. No. But but this is a real question, okay, because some people have come through um, some habits and some lifestyles and stuff like that, and they're like, I mean, yeah, okay, Jesus already did everything, so why do I have to change the way I am and the way I live? And that's actually a really fundamentally legitimate question. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, like this is actually a really good question. So um, let's check out Matthew chapter 5, 17, verse 17. And I think I've got it here. Uh, let's see here. Do not, and this is Jesus talking. Okay, so this is important. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets, I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. And so this is a really interesting concept because we've talked before about how Jesus came and he lived this perfect life, right? And when he lived this perfect life, he fulfilled all of the law perfectly. He didn't sin against the law ever. This is not something that we can do, right? Okay, we're just not perfect like he is. Um, But... We know that he fulfilled all of the covenants living the way that he did, and then he also fulfilled the law, and that's why he was able to create the new covenant. Um, So he did all these things to establish the new covenant with us. Our old self, this is interesting, okay? Again, another interesting concept. Our old self in the new covenant dies with Jesus on the cross, right? Right. Okay, and then... And this is kind of the picture of baptism, too. We die to ourselves, and then we're raised to life in Jesus Christ. That's why we dunk, um, you know, we, we go to one of those churches where, where we're submerged. Into the water instead of just getting right, in the water. But, like, reversed, right? Right. In the most awkward position known to mankind, right? Like, they're going to lay you backwards into the water. <laughs> it's like you're putting your child down for a nap. You're just like. Yes. Yes, so, like, you know, it, it, it's almost like a trust exercise. You really hope the pastor pulls you back out. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid of the water, so maybe it's more like a trust exercise for me than other people. But, um, so, so, really but the, trust your pastor. I do, but the, but the image there is to be, um, to, to die to oneself and then to be raised up again in the life of Jesus Christ. Um, so we now live as his representative here on earth to finish his mission, to share the good news of reconciliation to God. Um, we literally become his ambassadors on earth. So let's look at this just a little more closely because I don't want people just to take my word for it, right? So you have Matthew twenty-eight eighteen handy, right? Twenty, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Twenty-eight eighteen through twenty, and I'll look up the next one. All right. Then Jesus came to them and said. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. 
Right. So if we're ever tempted to say, oh, well, that that whole mission thing for Christians is for better Christians than I am, that's not for me. Oh, you've got that one already? The, the other one? Second uh, Corinthians? Oh, no. Okay. Get it. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. So um, I've got that one. Don't worry. I've got it right here already. Um, so so for anyone who's tempted to say, you know, well, well, I mean, you know, Jesus took care of my salvation, but he, he doesn't manage my life moving forward. Right? My life doesn't belong to him moving forward. I think the Great, great Commission is really the, the keystone to that. We're all called to be on mission for Christ moving forward. And the concept behind it, for, for anyone who hasn't heard the previous shows, we actually did like a whole half hour on covenant and why Jesus fulfilled or brought forth the new covenant, right? But um, for anyone who's not familiar with that, let's put it this way, is that death is the result of sin. Jesus never sinned. Therefore, he died, but he wasn't supposed to die because he didn't sin. He didn't die as a result of his own sin. He died as a result of our sin. So by taking on our sin, the one who wasn't supposed to die now continues to live in us. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Kind of that way, okay? So um, so I think I said that slow enough, right? Yeah, I keep saying that they can't hear me nod. Yes, I can't hear you nod, I know. Oh, we're homeschoolers, so 9 o'clock is still kind of early for him. He's still waking up. I'm like, yeah, no, they, they don't hear marbles rattling around when you nod. you got to say yes. <laughs> so um, let's, um, I want to talk a little bit more about that concept of being ambassadors. Uh, we're ambassadors for Christ here on earth, and um, I'm finding that concept here in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So this harkens back to what we just said about the, about the Great Commission. We're all in charge of that ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his special appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So our job now is to be uh, messengers from Christ, for Christ, right? We're ambassadors for God. A um, couple things. Do you know what an ambassador is? I know you're kind of young, but you've studied civics already, right? Yes. Okay. Again, they can't hear you shake your head. So you have to say no, yeah. I, I said yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys heard me say yeah, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> I can't hear them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so a couple things about ambassadors. Um, ambassadors are not citizens of the nation they live in, right? So, like, we have – we don't have an American ambassador living here stateside. No, we have an ambassador from a different country. From different countries, like from Great Britain, for example. We have the British ambassador living, and he's probably living relatively close to the embassy right, where he works, Um, and the embassy is considered British territory, right? Right. Okay, and um, have you ever actually seen an ambassador drive down the street? No. No, but you might know this from your studies in civics, okay? Okay. So they they ride around in little cars with flags from their Oh, yeah. Okay. And like, why are you waving that around? They have have this 
fancy term called diplomatic immunity, right? Have you ever heard that term? I've heard of diplomatic. Diplomatic immunity, which means that because they're a diplomat, they're, they're an ambassador, and they are not, they don't have to adhere to the laws of our land because they're not citizens here. And it's as if, even though they live here in the United States, they, it's as if they're living in their other country. They live by the laws of their other country. Okay. Now, now, also, what's kind of crazy cool about ambassadors that 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 I think so I think it's such a cool word um, is that they represent their homeland. Okay, so if they're having a conversation, they're having a conversation with the president, for example. Um, they are representing the interests and the perspectives. Of the that country that they're from. Right. Right. So if you're talking to the British ambassador, the British ambassador isn't concerned about what America is concerned about, but they are bringing forth the message of their king. Okay? Do you see how this kind of parallels to us being ambassadors for Christ? We're here on earth, but he's in heaven, so he needs to tell us what he, what he wants to say. So... We can t- go and tell it to everyone else. That's right. And we represent the, the interests of the kingdom of heaven because we're citizens where? First. We're citizens oh, of the heaven. kingdom of heaven first. We just happen to live here on earth. So, oh. yeah, yeah. So it's like a whole thing. It's so, so what rules apply to us? The worldly rules or the heavenly rules? Both. I mean, I mean both. Okay, I'm not saying that we should, you know, kill anyone. So we're not, we're not going to go against the rules of our country, right? Okay, because what are the rules of the kingdom of heaven? <laughs> well, one of the rules of the kingdom of heaven is to submit to authority, right? Oh, right. Oh, that's right. So, okay, but but we also are to adhere to the rules of the kingdom of heaven because that's where we're citizens. Make right. sense? Okay. So, um. So that was a long tangent there, but let's get back to the point, which is that we don't get to earn God's love by being good. It doesn't matter if I'm good. I, God loved me just the same, okay? That's not what this is about. God already loves us, but we can show our love for God in return, and God tells us how we can do it. Okay, well, let's look it up. Oh, um, no, actually, no, not an offering. Interestingly enough, the Bible says that he doesn't want your offering. Um, now, let's look up John 14, 15. You look at that one. I'll look up this next one here. Okay. John fourteen fifteen. You can read that one really loud for us. If you love me, keep my commands. <laughs> and who said that? That's in red letters. That's that's a Jesus thing, right? He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. Now, what are his commands? Well, let's clarify. Who is Jesus? I mean, okay, I'm pretty sure all our listeners know who Jesus is, but in case you don't, Mom. (laughs) This is God, right? So all of God's commands, right? Okay, so if we love him, we're going to keep his commands. That's what he says. Now, I've got another... um, Another little excerpt we're going to read here from Matthew 22. We're looking for verse 36. Here it is. Now, this is, um, he's talking to, uh, um, 
one of one of the Sadducees. Okay, so just so you know, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, these are both different um, groups of um, Jewish religious leaders. They have some differences of opinion on the resurrection, amongst other theological differences. So uh, the Sadducees, just to be clear, they don't believe in the resurrection um, of the physical body, and I don't know how what exactly they believed on that, but that was the difference there. So um, one of the Sadducees asked him, teacher, which, which is the great commandment, the greatest commandment of the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the laws of the prophets. Okay. So he's simplifying this for us, and that is that we're supposed to be loving God and loving our neighbors, right? Um, Love in our world looks really, really different. So if we were just to take that verse, love our neighbor as ourself, how would we apply that based on how we as a world define love? Well, like, you know, I like to be able to do whatever I want, right? That's fair. Okay. Like, I'm like, <laughs> um, we're, we're talking about my sinful fleshly part, but I like to do whatever I want, right? So maybe I would think that if I was going to love my neighbor as myself, I would say, well, do whatever you want. You know, I, I support you doing whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> You're kind of chuckling. That's not love. That's bad judgment. That is bad judgment. Okay. But, but, but isn't that kind of the way that our, our world looks at love? right now, um, is just to be accepting of them to doing whatever they want. Um, another way that uh, our world looks at love is um, physical pleasure, um, is uh, dating however we want, um, you know, which is interesting because that can even almost be rather selfish, right? Uh, you're not necessarily concerned about the feelings of the other person. Um, so, so that's kind of the way that our love looks like in the world, but that doesn't look anything like God's agape love. Do you remember that word agape? I do. Yeah? Tell me a little bit about that. So. <laughs> it's not a test. I'm just asking. You said you remembered. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't have to get nervous. I, I know the definition. You don't work. Yeah, also, I'm pretty sure I got, like, an F on my last test, and I almost had a panic attack, so. No, you did not, actually. <laughs> you did not. You maybe almost had a panic attack, but you did fine on the test. <laughs> Mom, Mom you know, I had, like, the 20 questions wrong. No, it, it was a placement test. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, it was basically this kind of selfless love, and just, like, uh, loving other people by doing uh, 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 kind things for them. So that's that's hitting really close to it, and I'll tell you why. Is because it's the kind of love that God shows us. We're really not capable of agape love with, apart from God. Um, so agape love, I guess the the best definition is Christ on the cross, like literally the selfless act of doing anything in order to be able to ride it with the other person. His death didn't depend on anyone or anything. He just did it because he is who he is. And and because he loved us. So so that's what agape love really is. It's the picture of 
self-sacrificial love to the greatest extent possible. Um, it is um, kind of a parallel to the, the word that we find in the Old Testament of, um, of covenant love. Whenever you see in the Bible, what, which word is it that, that um, it is steadfast love? Is the, is the word that will indicate that this is that term that's being used. Um, and the covenant love of God is the one that holds up his end of the bargain even when we fail. Okay, so this is, this is an incredible kind of love. That, that, and that's the word that's used in this verse, is that we're supposed to love the way God loves. Okay, here's the problem. That were impossible, right? Yes. <laughs> that were impossible. So... Um, but he's going to give us some instructions on how to do this, okay? So sometimes the world wants us to love ourselves more than anything or anyone. And worldly love expects to push the boundaries of physical intimacy and convictions in order to prove our love. But that's not what God calls us to do. Um, what the verse says is that love does no wrongs to a neighbor. And who's our neighbor? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> they're all they're all our neighbors, right? And we're not talking about like who lives next door to you. We're, right, talking, we're not about talking about that. friends, family, everyone on earth. Those are your everyone. Neighbors. We're we're all neighbors here. Okay. Um so the person who's not yourself, that's your neighbor, okay? Uh therefore the the love that we show is the fulfilling of the law. Okay. I you know, that doesn't sound but to me that was that was kind of crazy. Like that was kind of awesome. I, I hadn't really thought about um, the way that we love being a fulfillment of the law because we always we always say to ourselves, well, I'm not perfect. I can't fulfill the law. But, but I can fulfill the law by acting lovingly towards my neighbors. This is what this verse is talking about, is that we can start doing that incrementally. Let's look at it again here in uh, Romans 13, verse 10. It says, love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is fulfilling the law. It's kind of crazy to me that you can actually just fulfill the law by loving your neighbor. Um, we're called to love, but not like the world, but the way that God loves. His love is perfect, selfless, giving, and pure. We are to walk in the light and make us more lovable. This doesn't make us more lovable to God, but it's an outward validation of the love that we have for him. Okay? So if somebody loves you, <laughs> like who's tapping on my foot? <laughs> the dog is having dog. a the dog is having a nightmare, and he's running in his dream, and his foot was tapping me on the foot. It was kind of funny. And the funny thing is, whenever he's running in his dream, he just starts twitching because he's trying to move his muscles to make him faster in his dream. Right. I'm not sure if that actually works, but anyways. So <laughs> so so let's talk about this a little bit. Like, you know, if if you love, you you know, your mom and dad love you, right? Okay. And when we're especially kind or especially nice to you, what does it make you want to do? You more. Love, love, love us back, right? You want to show us love in return, right? And sometimes, you know, um, maybe that comes in the form of a hug or, or a note or a gift or, or, a, thanks. or a thanks or um, cooking dinner. You could always love on me by cooking dinner. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Um, or doing a tour or, you know, some active service, like that, that, that's how it usually comes to the form, right? And it can be really hard when we've been lavished with so much love by God. Like, he has done so much for us. We want to show love back to him. But how? Well, he's going to tell us how. 
How can I love like God loves? Well, Paul gives us the answer in verse 14, okay? Um, Let's look at verse 14 real quick. We'll read it quickly before we move on because I haven't marked it here. Let's see here. Uh, But put on the Lord Jesus Christ to make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. So it kind of gives us this two-step, two-part this is how you do it. <clears throat> this is how we do it. Um, let's find out what those two steps are after a quick commercial break, because we have the time to take the commercial break now. Um, we'll give you the action steps on this, and then we'll move right into question and answers afterwards, okay? How does that sound? Cool. All right. We'll see you in just a couple minutes. Of all the grounding studies, The one that really got our attention is called Electric Grounding Improves Bagel Tone in Preterm Infants. In the study, 26 premature babies in an NICU were connected to grounding wires. The heart rates of the grounded infants stabilized. And their vagal tone, a critical measure of infant health, increased by 67% with grounding. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. There are over one million accidents caused annually by wearing improper shoes. Needless accidents are caused by wearing high heels, flip-flops, and other shoes. We need to get everyone to stop driving in unsafe shoes. Barefoot driving is 100% legal in the U.S. and Canada. Driving barefoot is much safer. You can feel the pedals and no shoes getting in the way of the pedals. Some shoes fall off when driving and can cause accidents when this happens. So we are asking everyone to do the hashtag IDriveBarefoot challenge. Drive barefoot for safety. Take a video or selfie and tell a friend. Brought to you by Barefoot is Legal. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Ironically, we were just talking about the fact that the Facebook page, I don't know, maybe they can search it on the Facebook page. I don't know. I don't know. know. (laughs) There will be a new Facebook page coming soon. 
So um, under construction. So under construction. Everything will everything will come around soon. So um, okay. So let's talk about it. How can I love like God loves? Paul gives us the answers. We said in verse fourteen. I already read verse fourteen, so I'm not going to reread it. The first answer he says is to put on. You can't see my air quotes, but put on is the phrase that's used here. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. In the original language, like wearing like a backpack. No, no. Yeah, that's a good question. No, that's not it though. Let me. (laughs) I'm gonna explain why. So the actual word that's used is enduo, which means to be clothed like a garment. So instead of thinking like put on a backpack, think of like putting on a robe. Right, right, but like a robe, like it's like that, like kind of covers everything, you know. Jesus jacket. Jesus jacket. Oh my gosh. You're gonna have to design that sometime. Oh yeah. Jacket. Yeah, get like a like a bunch of lacrosse designs. Put put on Jesus. Put on Jesus. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, so, so we're supposed to be clothed in Jesus like a garment. Okay. So we wrap every word and every deed in Jesus Christ saying and doing only what he would wrap his own identity around. Huh. Which is kind of a tall order, but, like, gives you a good visual about doing things. Like, remember, we can do good things, but with wrong motives, it's not, it's, it's, it's not representative of who Jesus is, right? Right. He did good things, but he did good things for the right reason. He didn't do things, um, just to raise his own popularity or to gain control over people, right? He did good things just to do good things, um, to represent his Father in heaven and to bring him glory, and that's why we're supposed to do good things. So if it's going on the Insta, right, if it's going on Instagram, if it's going on Facebook, you know, it's probably not the good thing. Doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong. Uh you know, although I've seen people put, like, you know, homeless outreaches and stuff on Facebook for the purpose of trying to recruit more people to help, not including the faces of people that are being served and stuff like that, you know, then that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But if we're doing it just to, you know, get more clicks and more likes, then that's, that's not the right reason. Um, and then that's not really even a good thing, is it? No. No, that's a selfish thing. So, um, and number two. You're trying to raise your popularity. Right, right, right. We gotta glorify God with all the things that we do. Also, something else. Um, John the Baptist actually uh, also went on this point uh, when one of his disciples said, "Hey, that uh, Nazarite Jesus, he's becoming more popular than you." And he said, "That's the way it should be. Jesus should become be becoming more popular, and I should become less." Right, right, right. So we're supposed to have that same attitude, right? That right. that Jesus is elevated and we decrease, right? Of us, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you. That's a good point. I like that. Very, very smart. Um, the second way that we're supposed to do this is to make no provision to gratify the desires of the flesh. The flesh is all about following immediate pleasure for myself. It places me before God and before the reputation of Christ. It chooses the world rather than loving God. So, um, obviously, the more I feed the flesh, the stronger that becomes, right? And then, you know, obviously, if I starve the flesh, the stronger I walk in the spirit. Um, As Christians, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. um, And God is always waiting to guide us in his ways. Now, one of the things that's not on my list right here, and I afterwards thought about it, and I was like, ooh, I really want to talk about this. 
to, sometimes it can be a great mystery on how to walk in the spirit. Now we did a whole show on that, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just kind of recap just a little bit about ways that we can walk in the spirit. Okay. Um, the first one that I always think is super duper easy is that we can worship. Right. Okay. Like we're, whatever we're doing, we can worship because, Usually when we're busy worshiping God, our mind is not going to stray to things of the flesh, right? Um, another thing we can... I'm really hungry that day, then sometimes I'll be like... Mm. Well, okay, yeah, but, but eating normally is not uh, necessarily gratifying the flesh. That's just taking care of your body, you know what I mean? Um, but, like, you know, if it's gluttonous or whatever, then that's that's a whole different <laughs> dynamic. And then you may be having, maybe dealing with a spiritual issue there that you may be needing to pray through. Right? Um, So another thing that we can do is we can pray in the spirit. Right? Right. If we start to pray in the spirit, then obviously we're really engaging with the Holy Spirit in conversation. Right? We're yielding to the Holy Spirit. And uh, that's a really great way to walk in the spirit. Um, But another great way is just to pray. So here's some things that we can pray that will help us to put on Jesus Christ and to make no provision for the flesh. Jesus jacket. Jesus jacket. Um, <laughs> we can uh, pray to see people the way he does. That's, that's a tough one, right? Like, you know, who, whoever was deciding that they were going to try to take down our radio show uh, publications. Make complete Yeah, but we're supposed to pray to to see them the way that Jesus does. So we need to pray for their for their salvation and their right thinking and, and for them, you know, cooperating with God's plan. What? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, we're not going to be bitter about that. Um, we we want to pray to notice the needs of people around us. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, then we know what God wants us to do um, instead of thinking of great plans to make ourselves look good on Instagram. Right? If we want to engage, and, and I'm praying about something right now that I feel like God's kind of put on my heart, and I go, God, I don't know how I can do that. <laughs> but if he wants me to do it, he'll find a way, right? Mm-hmm. That's how this works. Um, right. Uh, number three, that we can pray that he will show us ways that we're not loving our neighbors. Ouch. Uh, that one's kind of harsh. I'm not going to lie. That was a little harsh. Right. Nobody likes getting called out by the Lord, but sometimes we need to be called out by the Lord. We need Gotta to be. Yeah, I don't like being called out by anybody. But certainly not. By <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> oh, those are. Man, I can't say anything because he's always right. Yeah, yeah, and you can't really start an argument with him either. No, no. you Like, he is 100% right every time that he says, oh, hey, you're. you're uh, <laughs> but, but, no, no, he's right. I. We're we're not even having this conversation, so it's 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 rough. Um, but yeah, we we need to we need to open up our hearts and say, God, like, where am I not loving my neighbors? Who, which neighbor is it that I'm not loving? Right? Sometimes it's a who, and sometimes it's a how. Okay. So sometimes, um, okay. Let me give you an example. Sometimes maybe there is a particular person that we're being unloving towards. Maybe they've hurt us, and so we're holding resentment and bitterness against that that neighbor, right, in particular. Um, Sometimes there's a group of neighbors. Um, Okay, so let me put it this way. I mean, obviously, there's all the 
racism and, and, you know, sexism and all ageism, all this stuff. Okay, but I, I'm not going to talk about that. Let's talk about something that, that we all struggle with a little bit. What about people from another nation, maybe, uh, a nation that's not so friendly with our homeland? Oh, yeah, right? Um, but there is always this temptation that if they're not friendly with, you know, we're from America, so, you know, someone might be listening someplace else, but, but we're from America, and, and maybe someone in a country that's not on friendly terms with America, um, the one that comes to mind right now, of course, is Russia, Russia. because of the yeah. Ukrainian thing, but sometimes it's China, right? Like, it's, it's who, whoever. It's what mood we catch right, right. in. Right, right. Well, it depends on what mood you catch Americans in, really. Okay, like, and so sometimes um, those people over there become those people over there that, that we are not. That they're, they're our neighbors, folks. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, they they are our neighbors, and they are to be washed in prayer, and, um, you know, they need to hear the word of God, and we pray for salvation for them, you know. Um, and then uh, sometimes it is a result of our own sin in particular that we're not loving towards our neighbors. In other words, maybe I'm really good to my neighbors, but maybe – Maybe I deal with um, idolizing money, and maybe I have trouble giving to causes that would help my neighbor, okay? Maybe I have trouble lending money when, when God's calling me to. God's not always calling you to lend money, but, but sometimes he is, and do I struggle with that? Um, maybe I'm struggling with tithing. Maybe I'm struggling with um, giving to ministries when God has clearly called me to do so. These are really the questions that we need to be asking. Right? Sure. You know, what is it that I have trouble giving? Is it my time that I'm greedy with? Is it my, my resources that I'm greedy with? Um, you know, so, so these are the kinds of questions that we want to open ourselves up to the Lord and ask him, you know, where, where are we at here? And then finally, um, just that God will show us how to love people in general. Um, also, that he will show us if we are making provision for our flesh. Again, this is, this is another tough prayer, right? Um, God, where, where am I being fleshly? Where am I putting myself first? Where am I putting the world first before you? Um, so these are kind of the prayers that we would be asking. Uh, what do you think about those? Hmm? What do you think about those prayers? What prayers? The ones we just went over. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I totally zoned out. Um, so the last one was to, that we would pray that God would show us where we're making provision for our flesh. Where are we? Where are we allowing sin? Right. Like, right? Do you want to add on that topic? She's not here. Remember, she's still on break. Um, if looks could kill. Um. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so um, those are some tough prayers, though, right? I think so. So let's go ahead. We're going to cut to commercial break one more time. We're a little early this time, but we want to get that last commercial break in before we do Q&A. 
Uh, we'll give out the phone number, and if anybody's listening on the phone, they can they can ring in, um, or we'll have our chat room open right after we come back soon. We all know that times are tough, and things are really expensive right now, so why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked, or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Hey, everyone. Proof here. Just wanted to ask you guys, are you guys tired of all the mask ordinances that are passing all over the place with people telling you that you're not allowed to buy and sell unless you have a piece of fabric over your face? Well, we sure are tired of it. Please check out realbarefaceislegal.org and help us get together to fight these mask ordinances. You can also find Bareface Is Legal on Facebook, either as a group or a business page. Anyway, help us fight back against these stupid mask mandates. RealBarefaceIsLegal.org Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. To have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, 
and non-GMO produce. All right. So welcome back to Dynamic Word Bible Study. Welcome back. It's time for Q&A. Time for Q&A. I'm going to give out the phone number. If you're joining us live, you can call us at 319-527-6208. That's 319-527-6208. Press 1. Let us know that you want to talk to us. Lords, we do have the chat room open. You can say hello there. Um, but right now we're going to ask a couple of follow-up questions to that amazing Bible study, okay? Um, so, Cross. Yes. What do you think of when you think of love? When I think of love, um, probably not the uh, neighborly love, probably the love between man and woman. Yeah, kind of think pride and prejudice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girls in this house love their pride and prejudice, their Jane Austen movies. They, they love all of those. Um, there's several of them that they like to watch, but Pride and Prejudice is definitely the favorite. And I usually just roll my eyes and isolate myself. Right. You have, you have bewitched me, body and soul. Wow. Right. Yes. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know those movies, right, but I know the quote. You know that quote because because my girls have some pretty high expectations. And, that and not only do they watch the movie, know. not only do they watch the movie and say that quote, they just say that quote on end every day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, I, I think Mariah has a sticker on her water bottle that says, why is, the, why is it always, what are you doing, instead of, you, you know, bewitch me, body, and soul. <laughs> and I'm like, high expectations, but I get it. I'm there. I, and I think that's, pretty, that's really pretty much what we all think of when we think of love, right? Right. Um, so how does that differ from God's agape love? So God's agape love is, like, never ending it will like never run out it will never run short and it's like like i said earlier it doesn't depend on like anyone or anything it it just is so i think it's really interesting so i'm married right you're not so i can talk about i can talk about this from a perspective of someone who's married okay in marriage (laughs) it can be very tempting um, and Pride and Prejudice is actually a really great example of this. These two are courting, and they are responding to each other, reacting to each other, based on how the other person is either perceived or have acted in the past. Okay? So every interaction is because of something that one of the characters knows about or has perceived about the other character. So they're allowing their actions to be motivated by the other person. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's not the way that God does things. Thank goodness. Okay? <laughs> if he was judging us on our actions, would we go to heaven or hell? Oh, my God. We'd so much in trouble. We'd all <laughs> So much in trouble. If he responded to me only based on my actions or what I think or what I say, I would be in so much trouble so consistently. That's not how God loves, and that's not how he wants us to love, right? Yes. He wants us to love out of a position of wanting to glorify God. And that doesn't change. And so if someone is behaving well when we love them, we're glorifying God. But if someone's behaving poorly and we love them, we're still glorifying God. Like, we can always have that goal in mind. Um, that we love, love people regardless of whether um like how people accept it like right well, they can accept it well or not well right 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 now that doesn't necessarily mean that you're supposed to stay in an unhealthy relationship if a relationship is 
unhealthy for you for some reason or, or it's abusive in some way. Um, you know, I'm not going to say that you can just love people out of abuse. Only God can do that, okay? Um, but that does mean that I respond in a way that's representative of God's love rather than that's representative of my bitterness. <laughs> and that, I think, is really our common mistake. Like, I'm usually like, oh, I'm mad at you right now. So um, I, I still have to fight this. Like, I have this childish way about me that I'm like, I want them to know that I'm mad. And I'm like, are you, like, for real right now? <laughs> they have to know that you're mad right now. You can't just tell them that there's a problem. Um, so how would my actions change? This is, a, this is a good question, okay? How would my actions change if I was conscious about clothing myself, my words, and my actions in Jesus Christ? Well, the soon-to-come Jesus jacket. Uh, <laughs> Cross is working on design models of the Jesus jacket now so we can be clothed in Christ. Yeah, you can sew it. I can come up with the design. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you better get someone better to sew it. I was <laughs> for seamstress but uh the jeans um, jacket coming soon coming soon yeah under construction uh <laughs> so wait what was the question again sorry the question <laughs> how would my actions change if i was conscious of clothing myself my words and my actions in jesus christ Ooh, that's Ooh. harsh right that's that's Ooh. hard that's <laughs> um I feel like my actions would resemble a lot more of God's character instead of, like, who I am, because I'm a human being, but, right. like, <sighs> I think I'd treat people a lot better. Yeah. I think I would. I think I would treat people a lot I think I wouldn't better. blow up in their faces, but I got annoyed at them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to, like, big confession time. I'm usually, like, super, like... Back. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I always was. So people who may have known me from like my high school days would be like, "Are you kidding me?" And um, but but now I would say I'm very not temperamental. That's what I would say. I, I don't I don't know that I would say I was laid back because I'm active. I I want to do a bunch of things, but I'm not very temperamental. It's hard to make me mad. Yeah, it it's, it's hard to make me mad. And and yesterday at the end of the day, it, I. I don't remember what happened, but there's just been a whole bunch of little things like, you know, pray for us if you're thinking about it. Um, we're moving into some new seasons and opportunities of ministry, and that always brings in some spiritual attack. And schoolwork. Uh, and we're about to attack. start. Yeah we're, yeah, we're about to start school, too. So, so um, you know, little things like the Facebook page disappearing with all my contacts, um, not being able to access the radio station page or my two business pages, that's, that's problematic. That's problematic. That's problematic. I'm not going to lie. It's problematic. Um, having some trouble, I'm having some trouble dealing, um, signing into Spotify this morning, um, which is oh, how we, Spotify. I, I don't know. That's a problem. Like, you know, we'll find it. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> that, that car broke down. Oh, yeah. Um, so that gives us an extra thing to do and to worry about. And so it's been a fun week. It's been, a, it's been kind of a rough week, and I could just feel it last night. Like this morning I woke up to having a Spotify problem, and, and that was okay. But last night I was at – And you had to drive Dad to work. Yeah, we, we were driving Dad back and forth to work. We were trying to arrange me to go to work, him to get a new battery in his car. 
Um, it's not the battery. He has to go get another part. Um, hopefully it's that part. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, alternator. Yeah, alternator. hopefully that's the part. But but so to the point was um, basically it was just thing after thing after thing, and I could just tell, like, you know, I, I want to say that my, my dress got caught on the doorknob. It only does that when you're impatient and mad, right? Oh, yeah. Like the doorknob knows. And so the doorknob knows. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to handle this. Here we go. Let's wear the person thin. (laughs) Yeah. And I could just feel like, I could just, like, I didn't lose it, but I could totally feel my my patience running thin. And I was like, that's it. I got to go to bed now. Um, because I was just done. You know what I mean? I, well, I just imagine you wrapping yourself in the blanket, like I'm going to bed now. Good night. Yeah, it was it it was a whole thing. I was I was like, okay, I can't handle this anymore. Y'all have to y'all have to go to bed so I can go to bed because yeah, because I'm done. Yeah. Um, done with today. Yeah. So um, but that was actually a, I think an example of me clothing my actions, my words, um, consciously with Jesus. But of course, I just finished the study, so. All right. Right, right, right. So I, so I knew, and I was like, okay, no, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna let this get the better of me. Um, but I was like really at the point last night where I was like, I just want to sit down and cry for a minute. Like it's just a little much. So, um, so it was good for me to take some time to rest and to pray and to be in peace. Um. So, um, how can we make no provisions for the flesh and how we think? Jeez. Some tough questions today. They are, they are, but but we entertain sin, right? Uh, we entertain sin. We think about it before we do it. Unexplained <laughs> <laughs> questions. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, you don't you don't just run out and and um, say something unkind to people most of the time. Most of the time, you thought over the conversation of what you'll say next time, and you know what I mean, right? Next so. time you get into the exact same argument, which happens very little to me because most of my friends. They're on this thing, and then I come up with a reasonable argument, and then they're on something else, and I'm like, oh. I mean, that's human nature to, to try to figure out what I'm going to say that's so clever and, and, and witty the next time that's going to win me the argument, right? Um, but if we're doing that, are we then giving provision to that fleshly thought of being bitter and angry instead of just forgiving our friends and loving on them and moving on? I know it sounds so simple. I can't see your face. <laughs> he's making a face like that kind of hurt but yeah but but yeah you can't see the face so um you know for for me i i would say that definitely like you know i'm at that place in my walk where you don't see a whole bunch of and i don't want to even say this out loud because that's usually when i'm going to get tested in it and it's been a rough week already so but you don't see just like a bunch of ongoing external sin, you know what I mean? Like that's not necessarily where I struggle. I tend to struggle like more in my mind frame and, and what I have my mind set on. Um, and I would say that at least, you know, when I was younger, sin is contemplative. Like I don't usually just trip up and go and do um, whatever it is. Um, I have to be a little bit thoughtful about making the steps to do what I don't. What, what I shouldn't be doing, right? Uh, <laughs> if I'm mindful at all about not sinning, I usually have any instruments of sin and tools of sin out of my house. So that's going to make it one of those things where I actually have to go out of my way to do it. Um, 
you know, so I would say, again, the steps that we went over, you know, uh, worshiping God, praising God, um, you know, spiritual language and prayer, and then, you know, praying in the understanding. These are all great ways to move from that uh, position of, of being fleshly and thinking about sin into a position of not being. So, um, and then he's checking the time. Are we, we're not close to overtime yet, are we? No. Yeah, we've got some time. So, uh, so let's ask the last question. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay. What are some good ways to move our focus from the darkness of our old fleshly worldly ways to the agape love of Jesus? The agape love of Jesus. I think it's just that's that's still just that last action step there. I think you know, but for me personally, it is when I start to to think about something that is fleshly, sinful, or worldly, um, just to pray, pray about that. Be mindful of what we're putting into our minds. Um, are we spending a bunch of time entertaining ourselves with stuff that's worldly? Or are we spending time, you know, focused on the Lord? I know that the more time I spend focused on the Lord, um, choosing to watch, you know, if I'm just watching something for entertainment, Christian programming, if I'm watching something to learn, um, sermons, uh, if I, if I want to read something, reading something that's going to uplift my, my uh, spiritual walk, either uh, reading a personal testimony biography from someone or reading the Bible, of course, um, or, you know, reading some other personal development, but um, a faith, that's, that's really helpful to me. And, um, again, I think the place where I really miss it is just asking God when I get up, when I wake up in the morning, when I walk out of the house, God, show me what you want me to see today. Um, what am I missing? What should I be seeing in the world around me? You know, where, where do you want me to be your hands and feet today? Right. So that's all I've got. Do you have anything to add there? Nope. You pretty much covered everything. All right. Are we all done for today then? Uh Sure, unless I want to talk about school. <laughs> you want to talk about? Are you are you scared about school? Uh, are you nervous? I like mixed feelings about it. I'm excited and a little scared because I'm doing mostly high school curriculum. Yeah, that's a little. That's that's a big step. Um, what do you think of your new teacher this year? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've seen her before, but I can't really place where. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't regularly follow us across his homeschool, that's why he's available at this time of the day to do the talk show. Um, so and my mom's new teacher is me. I'm always the teacher. <laughs> right? Yep. And, and the How was your summer, teacher? Oh, well, you know, I spent all the summer with my son. It was great. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> also, we were on a team over the summer, so that was that was fun. Yeah, so, so moving on to different seasons. So, you know, when it's summertime, we have a lightened workload, but you have swim team. That's not your favorite, right? So there's other responsibilities. And now during the school year, we're going to get back into our so regular I school year. year. I know. I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. Swimming is a hard skill for you, right? Yeah, but you're doing better. I'm doing so better. That's good. Hockey is not a hard skill for me, though. No, no, you talk very well. This is. You know, you you and me, we're the, we're the talkers in the family, right? We like to talk a lot, but, you know, not everybody does. It's a harder skill for everybody else. But. Two of them are 
two of the other people in our family are introverts, and the other one would just rather be on his tablet making music. No, well, <laughs> I was about to say he's he's a creative. He's a musician. Your dad is, and so he he'd rather sing his words than right. Uh, he'd rather rap his words than talk about them. That's right. That's right. That's right. So he has his own creative outlet and. Um, make some powerful music. JD the Poet is his um, tagline. I think you'll find on Facebook, and I think he's also got a um, YouTube channel. So, yes. Um, but but yeah, he's definitely a creative, and he likes to 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 rap and make music most of the time, right? Or about some of those or about me. he's going through, or about you, which are awesome. Oh great, that's 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 amazing. Um, <laughs> I have it on Do Not Disturb, and it rings through anyway. So, um, but yeah, I think that you're going to do great in school. Um, you know, you have an amazing teacher. Just kidding. You have probably a less than stellar teacher, but. No, my teacher's pretty awesome. Oh, I'm glad you think so, because you're stuck with her for, for at least, you know, six more years. So, there you go. <laughs> but um, I think we're good. And uh, I'll try to get the Facebook page up and running by next week so that we have a way to connect and communicate with you. Um, Sorry about that. And uh, please, please like and share and and subscribe wherever. Yeah, wherever. All the YouTube things. All all the YouTube and Spotify and Apple podcast things and share with your friends because it's been a rough week. Um, So if you want to help us out, then go ahead and do that. I, I do feel like God's, um, calling us to do some other things too. So, um, you know, please partner with us in prayer in that area too. So, uh, you guys have a blessed week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.